0: On Living a Sex Positive Life, we explore all aspects of human sexuality. We talk about the good and the bad, the health and healing benefits, the adventures and the relationships, as well as the crimes and the tragedies. We strive to be an advocate and an empowering force in the fight for sexual freedom. Our mission is to educate, entertain, and talk about the touchy subject that affects us all, sex. Now, here's your
1: host, Angelique Luna. Two three. Hey everybody, it's Angelique Luna, and I'm here next to John C. Luna, and we're filming live from our living room with B and Jessica. Yep. And I'm gonna let them tell everything about them.
2: Well, we need a little bit more of an intro.
1: Oh come on! Come
2: on. B an author. <laughs> B is <laughs> an so author, is well, an that's author so and not... that's where we're, uh, yes, I
1: know. <laughs> oh, he's a DJ. He's an author. He's an engineer. He's you know. A skydiver, I don't know, he has so much things underneath his belt.
2: If did you're watching you the video, did you notice the wine glasses? Yeah, 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 Why? So. yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. three out of four prefer yep. Super Tuscan from Cooper Hawk, yep.
3: third glass there,
1: <laughs> exactly. So, we're looking for sponsorship, Cooper Hawk. Just letting so you know,
3: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now,
2: so, I'll let you do the intro. Okay, <laughs> who are, so who are
3: you? <laughs> Really? Good question. Good question. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I say that to many many of the people that I've coached. I'm Mr. B. And uh, this is my wife, Mrs. B. Mrs. B. Yeah, it's Jessica. <laughs> but we co- just for the sake of the book, you know there's a Mrs. to go along with Mr. B. I am the author of the book, Every Woman Wants Four Men. Every Man Wants Two Women. The Guide to a Lasting, Fulfilling Relationship. And that last part pretty much sums it up of what it's really about. We're seeking for everyone to experience a fulfilling relationship. And that means different things to a whole lot of different people. But that's where we get into it within the book.
1: Now, how did it come about, this book? Because like I said, you had like such a diverse <coughs> background to <coughs> go from, you know, what I've known you as a DJ yes. to this. So yeah. I was yes. like, what? Wait, and did I miss some steps in between?
3: <laughs> yeah, twenty. Um, 20- the the concept of the book has been in my mind. I knew about it for about twenty plus years now, wow. and uh, I lived in South Florida. And uh, this will date how far back it goes. Oh. You guys yeah. remember the uh, the chat lines.
2: Are we talking AOL or uh... no?
3: Yeah, the chat. Well, back in the AOL days. You no, know, this is like pre AOL. The on the like phone. So like
2: party lines. Yes, the party lines. <laughs> yes, one nine hundred. Find something I'm lonely. <laughs> I remember those party lines. Yeah, <laughs> right. Where you,
3: and actually they did a movie on on Prime um, about it that we watched the other night too um, with the party lines where you call and you leave, you hear someone's profile and you respond to it. And, um, uh, you know, they respond back if they like your, your, your profile, they respond back. So back to the concept. (laughs) (laughs) So back in the day I met this, um, uh, on one of those chat lines, I spoke to this girl, her name, her screen name or her, her party line name was Sandy. And, uh, Sandy was a, a thick black woman. Um, she had four kids. But she wanted to go out on the dating scene. And she heard my profile and we connected. And I used to DJ at a spot um, down in South Florida, actually in Coconut Grove, called Monty's Raw Bar and Grill. And I used to DJ down there every once in a while. (laughs) On a Friday night No, I
1: remember because I used to work in the hospitality industry exactly. 20 years. And so Coconut Grove was yeah. such a hopping place that I mean, we yeah, still it's there. Still and in. Monty's yeah. is still there. Yeah, and, and it was still good there. There. So there, It's a yeah.
3: waterfront bar. Yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, for sake of safety, because, you know, you don't want to just meet any psycho, you know, on online. Of course not. So I invited her to this public place and she actually showed up. So we hung out for a bit. Never really dated, wasn't actually a relationship. But at some point, she came back to my to my place. This was weeks down the line and connecting. And <clears throat> she said, you know, I was a single guy, had my own place, had multiple cars. I was living the lifestyle. And she said that um, she told me about, you know, every woman wants four men. And she started to tell me about the four men. Now, I just blew it off at first. I'm like, yeah, you know, you just tell me this stuff. But when she said about the two women that every man wants, I'm like, might be some truth to that because (laughs) (laughs) that hits it right on the head, you know? And then you thought about it. So I did more investigation. Mm -hmm. So that's why it took this amount of years to write the book. So my job as a DJ and uh, event producer, if you will, took me all around the world and in conversations with people, women, particularly I'd say, so, um, here's four possible men that if, if, if you were looking for, a, a guy, what would be the four qualities? And I would call out those same four qualities. So I found out that basically around the world, every woman would agree when you call out the four men they'd say, oh my gosh, that's exactly what I'm looking for, <laughs> you know, and many of the times you would find out their husbands or their boyfriends, maybe one of the two, mm-hmm. but not all of them, yeah. and then they started lacking fulfillment because of that,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and many of the times they would say, you know what, <clears throat> yeah, you know, he's this and this, or he has these qualities and these qualities, but I wish he could be these are the qualities and would be willing to even end the relationship as a result of of him not stepping up and being all those things so that's where the research started to happen as like wait a second this stuff is happening way too often it's international Mm -hmm. there must be some truth to it but i kept it to myself
0: now he said you know, not four different <laughs> men. Yes. <laughs> because a lot of people, when they read the cover of the book, uh-huh. they think that they're... They
2: think some threesome.
1: Yes. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's a swinger
0: book. Yeah. disguised yeah. as a relationship <laughs> book. You have no idea how many times that's happened. Yeah. But yeah. Like, and people yeah. have seriously had that discussion with us. Like, well, we didn't take you guys for being like that type of people. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'm like, wow.
2: What type of people do
0: you think? Uh, yes. Exactly. right? And yes. It happened yes. to us many times. It's really funny, but it was, it's like, it's not like that. It was actually
3: brought up <laughs> about polyamory too. That too, yeah. They, someone associated the book with polyamory. Yep. So here's the thing. Well, in a way, I think it can be. It can be, absolutely.
2: Because I will say in reading the book, Many relationships I see, hate to say this, get the three of the four.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: Because a lot of guys fit three yes. of the four. A yes. lot of what you call your typical uh, archetypes of uh, mm-hmm. masculinity um, kind of fit into three of the four, and the fourth is just kind of what's settled for.
4: Exactly. And
2: that's kind of... Um, what polyamory is yes. of I don't have to have all my roles fulfilled in one person mm-hmm. I can you're split those roles exactly. among multiple
3: yes so so because of that what you just mentioned that's why we don't want to we want it to be open to all aspects and and people in the polyamory lifestyle can basically say wait a second this fits and now it makes sense mm-hmm. you know why And um, I'm sure you remember in the book, I talk a lot about your whys. you got to have your whys clear. Why you do certain things. Why you make certain decisions. Why why am I in this life? You know, why did I choose this person that I'm with? Um, And then discussing it and bringing it to the surface. You know, we talked about how, like an interview process, if you're in the dating world and you're just meeting someone, you want to make sure they qualify for the position of being your partner we can do that for a job but somehow we don't do that for what can potentially be a lifelong relationship and
1: And see i get that a lot with my coaching (laughs) clients because Mm -hmm. i i understand like the book because it nailed a lot what i do because i always treat relationships personal romantic relationships as business transactions Mm -hmm. yeah and everyone's like what do you mean that's so i'm like no if you're investing your emotions and feelings and time Time. you request the same back and don't give me this oh well there's more involved i'm like no it's a business transaction it's a contract what are you negotiating what are you agreeing on what are you getting consent Mm -hmm. on you know this is not just you know for business we have a business plan. Uh-huh. Where is our relationship, relationship plan? Yes, correct.
2: Exactly. That sounds great. Okay, no, I'm just what occurred to me is for a guy who, who has a master's in business, I'm like, they tell you to make the, 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 the business plan. Yep. But no one reads a business plan. Yeah. If anyone remembers business in the nineties, you have to have a business plan. Yes. It was so freaking long. Uh-huh. It was like here's war and peace. Uh-huh. See you in a few years when yeah. every idea I have has expired and is no longer valid exactly. and then get back to me. They've condensed it basically a lot of them to what they call a business model. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. now in my mind, I'm thinking how can we adapt that to where you can actually like put someone on a board because that's the point of a business Mm -hmm. plan. These are my goals, this is where I'm going and Mm -hmm. in 10 minutes be like, all right, I'm on track. How do you do that with a relationship, though? Yeah. That could be awesome. That is awesome.
0: So that's something. Stage two. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's like for the future. We'll talk a little bit about that later.
3: Well, you know, the thing is, again, it it all comes down to one thing. Yeah. The person either qualifies to take them to bed or start a relationship with them or they don't. And why would you want to invest time in that person if they don't qualify? So you Mm -hmm. want to put your qualifications up there up front. Mm -hmm. But even if you're already in a relationship, it's never too late to do that also. And that's where we start off by taking baby steps, talking about the no judgment zone, mm-hmm. which we talked about, and how you establish that. Now, that's very important because we believe that uh, judgment is like kryptonite to a oh, yeah. To a super relationship. Big time. You know, and... Um, <laughs>
1: open communications, too. That, that's absolutely. That's another Christmas yes. yes. night. It's like, they're scared shitless just to open up and yes. say yes. anything. Yes. yes. Talk yeah. about, no. you know, one of our segments, we were talking
0: about fantasies. You know, mm-hmm. how many of us, you know, have fantasies and we're so scared to even have that discussion with our partner or mm-hmm. our spouse. Right. Because... We're scared
1: they're going to judge us.
3: Fear of being judged. You know?
1: Right. But we don't give ourselves permission to have them sure. either.
3: Uh-huh. That's true. So uh-huh. it, it
1: uh-huh. goes back to self-love, self-respect, mm-hmm. yes. and yes. giving yourself permission to actually enjoy life, to give you pleasure. You know, like, especially like when we say, like with masturbation, you have to pleasure yourself. So Absolutely. you know yourself. Yes. You know what makes you happy. So you could tell your partner because hell there is not a single person out there that is automatically going to know i know how to turn you on yeah i no. know how to make you squirt like, yeah. I'm uh-huh. like no you uh-huh. don't it's like uh-huh. you gotta give them ideas and don't just put it on them to yes. find out yes everyone's different that's true
3: so you guys like the cherry holes to- technique
1: oh yeah <laughs> i told them it's like i have a whole package <laughs> Still waiting. He prefers the ice one.
3: Uh, <laughs> cherry halls. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: it's in the book.
2: It's in, it's
1: in the book. <laughs> it is in the book.
3: <laughs> that was just kind of thrown in there, just 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 for a little bit of spice.
1: But but when we get to the girls part, I'm like, I like those descriptions. I think I'm updating my sugar daddy uh, profile to that. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah, those but are so good. Those
0: those are true things that are actually online, yeah, and that's yeah. exactly you know. And some people just don't think about that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh-huh. And it's true, though. Like, mm-hmm. that's exactly what happens. That's what men are looking for, that they want to read that or see that a woman's going to talk to them in that manner.
1: Exactly. It's you not know? only women that want to be stimulated that's in right. the brain yes. intellectually, so does the man. That's Absolutely. And, and
3: that's the one sexual organ that we share. Yes.
1: Yep.
3: You know? the brain. So, yep. they, you know, we can talk about the penis, and we talked about the penis in the book, too, about, you know, it might just be like a bat or something like that because you can't do a whole lot to it with it you know however you know there's so much more to 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 the sexual being and actually we're gonna probably get a chance to experience a little bit more in depth because it has to do with the next book to come Mm -hmm. which we want to do more with um, staying in a constant state of intimacy
4: yes
3: and the reason we came about that is really addressing the brain Mm -hmm. being the largest and the most responsive sexual organ in the body and it's the one thing we share. So it's really just um, finding ways to experience like Kama Sutra and um, uh, what's the massage? Um, tantra. Tantra. Yes. 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 And, and you have done some stuff about Tantra. Yes,
1: we have. And it's like I was going to go back to <clears throat> not a lot of people understand The importance of intimacy. Mm -hmm. They just think of it as the physical penetration. And that's, yes. And and that's where we are constantly debunking. We're Mm -hmm. like, look, it could be just spending time Mm -hmm. together, cuddling together. You know, a look, yeah. uh, you know, or a uh, friggin' uh, emotion because yeah. he got so, a like, little touch here. Yeah. He yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. got so, like, cuddly and affectionate today because I was, like, freaking out because he's going through these medical And I'm like, oh my God, they're hurting him. Oh, they're doing this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, for him. She was
2: such a mama bear. <laughs> they're hurting my baby. And I'm like, Aww. oh.
1: Exactly. And that's intimacy, too, that right is. there. Exactly. That's so a good yeah. connection. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, yes. that's. And that's another thing, rituals of connection. That's uh-huh. John Gottman's theory. People don't understand the importance of that, you know. Yes. Something yes. that's, you know, for me, is simple for him calling me or me calling him while we've been mm-hmm. out all day. Mm-hmm. Even if it's a 30-second call, hey, I'm on my way home, just want to yeah. hear your A little yeah. text, yeah. I was thinking exactly. about you, us. I yeah. love yeah. Yeah. you, you know. Yeah. I mean, we do that, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, because we're always constantly staying in touch with one staying another. Connected. Right. That's Well, yeah.
2: let, let me ask you, it took 20 years to get the book done. What was the spark that actually got it
3: out? Okay, so um, I'm at an event in Cleveland, and um, uh, a really good friend of mine, and he, actually he wrote one of the the uh, endorsements in, in the beginning of the book, um, Nick Conadera, and we had a conversation which was included the cherry holes technique. <laughs> um, so we're just driving back from from an event, and we're having this conversation, and. We got into all sorts of different things about different orgasms and, you know, because he he's younger, much younger and still in the dating world. He's not married or anything. Mm -hmm. So he had questions and I had answers because in my growing up and I wrote that towards the end of the book, I read everything there was to read about a woman's orgasm. I studied everything about the woman's body.
2: You wanted to be the ninja master
3: of this, didn't you? I wanted to be the pussyologist. (laughs) That's it. Trainmark right there. (laughs) I I studied the pussy. (laughs) And, um, you know, so I I knew about squirting orgasms. I knew about the different things. I spoke about this book that I read, um, which was called The Sensuous Man. But I took it a step further. I read The Sensuous Woman. So I wanted to know what women was understanding about men. So I read both of them. And these were some of the things I was able to share with this guy. And he's like, you need to share this information. You need to get this information because his response to me was, I did not know this. And I was hearing this throughout the con. I didn't know this. Oh, you know, there's different types of, there's all these different types of orgasm. You know, there's all these different erogenous zones other than the neck, the lobes, and the the, the tits and, you know, the breast and all that stuff. You know, there's other erogenous zones. And I started calling out stuff, like behind the knee, the inner part of the thighs. And there's so many Rajin zones that we don't explore mm-hmm. in a woman's yeah. body that can bring a woman to orgasm. You know, there's some women that can achieve massive orgasms from their nipples or their breast, But we look at nipples and breasts. But then there's the underside of the breast, mm-hmm. which is also responsive. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm telling him all these different things. And he's like, he's fascinated. He's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't know that I didn't know this I didn't know really I didn't know this so then I threw in the cherry holes technique and he's like it took a while and then he had a girl that he was with and he experienced the cherry holes technique and he called me like I swear they must have just got done Oh God! and he called me and he said B this shit really works (laughs) he's like she said she came harder than any other time ever with anybody else. He's like, man, thank you so much because now I'm like the sexual god to her. <laughs> because she had this orgasm unlike any other. And then she did the same thing on me. And you're right. I came harder than I've ever come before. So I'm like... Awesome. So I'm Cherry
1: like, Hall's replaced all toys. Got it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> In addition to the toys, I'm sure it can work really. But it's really the hot, the hot, um, so heart, the warmth of the mouth. Mm-hmm against it but again that's why specifically cherry halls because it's not as as uh intense as the regular halls Mm -hmm. it's kind of watered down a little altoids is a little uh, oh yeah forget it you'll numb you yeah you
4: don't want
2: that (laughs) hour lady like don't touch it
3: especially if you go with the altoid mini so (laughs) but it's called all that's fun and experimenting too so um i'm sure someone will come up with another uh candy or something like that that probably works but right now Cherry
1: Halls pop rockets, were <laughs> too. You know, those are always good. Sour,
4: uh, I feel like I nerds. want to just
2: spread a rumor about what you need to do is like take a shot of coke, And then put a ment- menthols in your mouth, and then go down on it But you know, someone would do it, and we all know don't don't do this. Don't by do it. Way. it don't, don't do it. It, don't it, don't will, do it. it. it will not do end pretty. No. Do not try
1: this at home at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'm just picturing that phone call. You son
3: of a bitch. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you.
1: <laughs> I hate you. But was oh. it fun? Oh man.
3: So this gentleman, uh, um, Nick, he basically said, "You know what?" Um,
0: he said, "You should write a book." He said, about "You need to it. share this. You need yeah. to write
3: a book." And I said, "Yeah, sure, whatever." No, but
0: he came home saying that, and we had the discussion, right? Yeah. And I was like, "You should write the book. You should write it." I go, "You have so much to say, and you, and really, he's a big reader." Like Bertram is mm-hmm. a big time reader and he is Especially in he's, sexual and matters. he's wonderful in bed. I'm just saying, but it it he was so like um he's very detailed, you know. And the thing is is that it, it's almost like common sense things, but a lot of people really are not thinking about that. No,
1: they don't. Yeah. They totally and, forget about and that. And that's why when he
0: made the comment to me, you know, that Nick was like, I didn't know that and I was like, I don't know
4: that. Exactly, you
2: know, exactly. like
0: to, I guess for us, because we're together yeah. and we're experiencing uh-huh. things together
2: uh-huh. that you can communicate that's
0: why yeah. we're communicating we're yeah. intimate with one another we're you know we're trying all kinds of different fantasies with one another uh-huh. that's probably why but for uh-huh. someone who's not doing that on a daily basis it it would make sense. Well they
1: also don't teach
0: that. Exactly. That's why. That's, and they, that's another
1: thing. You yes. won't
3: hear that in a sex ed class.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I know. The yeah. pleasure and the consent thing. If they mm-hmm. didn't, we wouldn't have jobs honestly. Mm. Yeah, everybody do screw it all
3: So that that's how I start that's how I decided to move forward. And it was very particu- it was very particular that it didn't I didn't want for it to be a novel. This really thick book that you read once and you cast aside. The goal of the book was to be almost like a handbook Mm -hmm. that you, so we even, the design, the size of the book and everything, it can fit in most male pants back pocket. (laughs) (laughs) Most male pants back pocket. But yeah, you know, it was designed to be like a handbook that you referred to and, and one of our readers, um, responded and said that, um, this was a, a, a female said that she literally Started reading the book and went right away and grabbed a highlight.
1: Uh-huh. She started highlighting and making and notes. highlighting
3: and, and taking notes. Yeah, I notes.
1: didn't want to do that because I knew we were going to interview you. But, yes, I wanted to put tabs and <laughs> yeah, notes because yeah. it's like, dude, I say that to my clients. I say that to exactly, my clients. So, exactly it's like cool. a lot of the same information there.
2: Awesome. But it's also to understand your partner, their expectations as much as what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, again, you're talking about guys reading Cosmo. And if, mm-hmm. if you brought that up, I'm like… Yeah, I want the insight on that. I, yeah, I know. and exactly. how
0: many guys exactly. do you know actually will go and pick up a Cosmo magazine?
3: No, no, no. None. None.
0: None. 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 You always see women with Cosmo magazines. It's
3: a check, So, Well, it's
2: a book, it, it's a magazine written for women. True. We're told it's for women.
0: However, but the idea
2: of going in and, and, and actually reading it, if mm-hmm. someone, you know, I got to say, 20 years ago, if someone walked in and was on my coffee table, I'd probably hide it. Mm
3: hmm. Mm hmm.
2: You know? Because yeah, so they are they going like, to say? Oh, you're interested here. in fashion? Because yeah, that's yeah, what guys yeah. think is in there. Yeah, exactly. Because we don't give a crap what the it's, next fall. There's yeah. a lot of sex tips are. in there, oh and there's a
1: gosh. lot of I, different things, it's and there's amazing. a lot of crazy good and bad ideas yes. there. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know who who has been surprising me the last couple of years is Teen Vogue. Hmm. Really, Teen oh, Vogue yeah. has had some awesome awesome sex education articles in there awesome they you know both online and their magazine they had last year was it or two years ago that we had that crazy two years woman ago um, was, and no
2: she's continuing on oh, it. Yeah, there she's is some crazy. Yeah, crazy. right-wing evangelist because they published an article about um, anal
1: sex and they were very descriptive in the healthy matter. You know what mm-hmm. you need to do, yeah. wh- how yeah. to use the lube, the condom, yeah, sure. yep. all the important don't stuff. Go back now, door to front
2: door. This yeah, yeah. Exactly. Would not know. exactly. Exactly.
1: Things exactly. that you know they don't know. They don't wow. teach. You know the health of, of like don't go from one end to another. Make sure mm-hmm. it's protected mm-hmm. and all this. Mm-hmm. So she went but crazy about it. But then we were like, damn. We checked online. We checked Twitter. And all their articles have been phenomenal there for awesome. Team Vogue. I
3: gotta, I gotta check in. Yeah, yeah, Definitely. check out. Team Cosmo Vogue. and
2: Team Vogue. Vogue. Yeah. The, uh, so, you know, here's the thing. Um,
3: throughout all these events that I did, um, there was a gentleman and um, he's a billionaire philanthropist. And he talked about how he became a billionaire. But one of the things he mentioned was what was called info sponging and what info sponging is is basically if you're in one field he talked about how the first drive through window was had started up Mm -hmm. was invented and the drive-through window was not for fast food it was actually someone went through a bank to a drive-up teller and got the concept and said hmm what what if we were to do this for fast food right so Basically, info sponging is always once a week looking into something that you've never, ever done before. And what happens is that you figure out, you can expand on whatever it is that you're doing. So he happened to be the person that created Priceline. And Priceline came about from um, what the grocery stores do, where they take some of the, the riper fruits and stuff mm-hmm. like that and produce and put it on the top mm-hmm. so that you get that first so that people can buy. It. That way they don't have to throw out so much food. So um, perishable goods. Yeah. And basically he said he applied the same thing to like airlines and hotels and all that stuff. They want to sell that stuff. Mm-hmm. So info sponging basically is once a week learning something that you... That has nothing to do with what you currently do. And you just grow as a person. So I took all of that. The Cosmopolitan is a way of info sponging. Something that men would never look at.
4: True. And
3: getting the information and now passing it on to other men. But it's a resource that anyone can go to. Because it's in every magazine read. Especially now it's in, at my, the, now it's in my book. Especially
1: <laughs> at the grocery store. Yeah, and also online. If you go just check their Twitter, you, you just or click on you that. Or you can have it on That's your true. Kindle.
0: Yeah. If you have a Kindle now. You can yeah. actually subscribe and digital have it on there. Now, yeah.
3: yeah it's I think all you need to repeat now. that. I think you need to repeat about going online. If you don't want to go to the magazine store... Just or, go on Twitter. Just go on Twitter and, and see the articles and you get all the juicy yeah, stuff exactly. right there.
0: Yeah, Cosmo, we just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> we're endorsing. Plugs, we're, we're telling you to go up there and yes. get
3: it. <laughs> yeah, take, take an article sponsors. from the book. <laughs> well, I think this
2: is a great point. We're going to go ahead and take a little break for a commercial. But we're going to be back and when we do, we're going to talk about what the four men are.
1: Yay. Yes.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> we can do that.
1: Yes. Hey, John, I want to get a new toy.
3: Okay, so let's go to Fairvilla.
1: But I don't want to waste time trying to find out what goes with what.
2: Well, there's Fairvilla University, and their staff is very well educated and helpful.
1: Okay, but how about if I just want to go to a party instead?
2: Then go to their website because on their calendar they list all their events.
1: But I don't want to spend a lot of money.
2: Have you heard of their loyalty program?
1: Oh yeah, that thing on my keychain that makes everyone blush every time they see it.
2: That's the one. Let's go. Well, they have over five locations in Central Florida. Which one do you want to go to? Fair Villa for, for pleasure, fun, fun and, and
1: fantasy. fantasy.
2: So we're back again with Mr. and Mrs. B in a book called Every Woman Wants Four Men. Every man wants two women. What is the bottom part? A guide to a lasting, fulfilling relationship. That sounds like such a like a curveball right in the title.
3: Yep, yep. So tell us, four men. Four men. So um, four men. The first man is the father figure. The second man is the best friend. The third man is the handyman. And the fourth man is the mandingo lover.
1: So Mrs. B, does he qualify all four men? (laughs) He better if he wrote that book.
3: He just just wrote it on uh, on our anniversary um, uh, post on uh, Facebook.
1: Gotcha. Nice endorsement right there. Exactly.
3: I think that'll
2: fit on the outside of a ring. (laughs) (laughs) Very tiny
3: letters. Very tiny. The rings, you know, kind of
1: deal. You just see the inscription on that ring. Oh, (laughs) my gosh.
3: No, she just says, thanks for being my four men.
1: Yeah.
0: Yep.
3: Yep. That means a lot. It
0: does. Yeah, it does.
3: At our book launch, um, we had pictures where we had these um, little signs made up where you hold up, I'm four men or I'm two women. And people take pictures with it (laughs) and stuff like that.
4: Yeah. Very cool.
3: So if if you feel confident that you are the two women, do it proudly. (laughs) If you're the four men profess
2: it. And again, people keep thinking it's a physical, but it's a role thing. It's yes. it's, it's mm-hmm. what you are to your partner. Absolutely. And what I love is you even twisted it. I won't say twisted. Uh, you applied it to same sex relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And it absolutely. worked as well.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, um, again, that's why that ending part, the, the, the guide to a lasting, fulfilling relationship. Ultimately, what we're looking for, whether we're in, in your traditional relationships or same-sex relationships, all we're seeking is fulfillment at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Sure and right. again, that means different things, and that's why you discuss it and put it on the table. What does fulfillment mean to you? That's a valid question to ask.
1: It is. I thoroughly enjoyed these stories in there because then it really clarified all the different roles there. Yeah. You know, after reading it, to me, it made sense because John has always been all four roles for me. But then there was a time in our relationship, I lost my best friend.
4: Mm-hmm. And so
1: I could understand where that woman, yeah. like, lost her best friend. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I did. And it's been hard for a while to actually get it back. I mm-hmm. mean, he's, he is... The other three currently, I mean, three and a half at this point there, not the full four because, you know, there, there's still a lot of hurt and pain and damage oh, oh. from mm-hmm. it. But it is, it's like, that's your best friend. You, you, you feel like you can yeah. tell anything and, you know, from stupid pop culture to like, okay, right. this is what's going on in finances and business mm-hmm. and that's what's happening. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, you made it, you did break it down very easily. And it was interesting because when we discussed the book, he's like, I get three out of the four. He did not understand the handyman. And I'm like.
2: Oh, well, it wasn't that I didn't understand the handyman.
1: You didn't see yourself as the handyman.
2: Um, well, no, to an extent. And the reason is um, I, I'm married to a very powerful woman. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The one who likes to call me up saying shit happened, I took care of it. I took care of it, exactly. <laughs> and that was new for me yeah. when uh, first even dating. And to an extent, I got comfortable in that role. not because it was anything you know it wasn't hey something's broken it was hey something's broken by the way it's fixed here's what happened good and i'm like oh yeah shit this is great this is like a a service contract built in absolutely
3: (laughs) absolutely i mean
0: that makes sense it makes lots of sense
3: Uh and it makes sense because that would probably date back to um either a previous relationship where you just said Fuck it. I'll just take care of it myself. Or
0: you've been single for a long time and you've just been exactly. doing everything on exactly. your own. You know I mean? that's And that's how I would relate to yeah. that. There's I
3: mean, many elements Before to we
0: met, I was on my own mm-hmm. and I just did everything by myself. I did my oil changes. I did, mm-hmm. you know, I yeah. wasn't waiting around for anybody to do it for me. Yeah.
2: And I guess we discussed the book um, right after we read it, uh-huh. a few hours later. And it took a while to sink in, um, again, the different roles. And The Handyman is the one I had the most trouble with. Um but it was something that it's not quite as simple as just being the guy who fixes the car or yes. even arranges right. for it. Right. Because she still does the something's broken, by the way, I fixed it, it's uh-huh. done. She still loves to be independent before you came over. She was cleaning out the fridge trying to figure out how to change the water filter and all this right. while I'm laying in right. bed and didn't want to ask for help. Right. Um, but- I figure there-
1: it out, but I don't have the strength. But-
2: <laughs> But there are other things I do for her that do fit that role. Right. So yeah. one of the important things in, in here is you're not fitting that role 24-7. Right. Yep. You're switching between <clears throat> them when it's needed. Yes. That's correct. But Absolutely. you are not the one that anytime time your partner cries, you know, help, no. you're there. Because that would be exhausting and uh, unrealistic.
3: <laughs> so so here, here's how that can many, work many times. So as she mentioned before, she used to do a whole lot of things being single before I came on board. Now, because I knew this information all along, it'd be like, look, here's the thing. I need to be able to know that I can take care of this. Mm -hmm. And here are the four rules, because she knew about it from the time we met. So it wasn't something that she's just now hearing. It was throughout our relationship. So it was one of those things where I always wanted to make sure that I was those four men. But because you embrace it, it, it it almost becomes second nature. And it's not necessarily taking care of things on your own. Sometimes it's calling for the help of making sure that... Think about it this way. Your wife never gets to see what happens behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Even if you just make a phone call and make something happen, she just should see the end result. Mm-hmm. And that's really key for me because we've experienced that um within our own relationship where we allowed someone else to be that person to come in and fix something and you see and now it's not like a major drop off where you can lose your relationship but you can see that difference where it's like i feel almost disappointed because i wanted you Mm -hmm. and that's part of that Night in shining arms, so you are right when you say there's a balance there yes. has to be yeah. mm-hmm. there's a there's a balance of of and just the same thing of everything in life you know it's it's having moderation and a balance for things to move forward, but just being aware. It's a, you should actually be always aware of the four roles, mm-hmm. and every chance I get, can I make sure that I'm present in mm-hmm. those four roles, mm-hmm. and everything would be just amazing.
2: And even to an extent, I've seen them fluidly flip because one of the, the, the nicest things she does to me that cements our relationship is um, I've gone through some health issues mm-hmm. and she does take care of me when yes. I'm sick yes. and I take care of her when I'm well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And having her choose to be home with me as opposed to going out with friends or doing a business meeting or doing stuff like that means so much. Yes,
3: yes. So remember the story in the book where we talked about You know at this event where um, they were asking what's the one thing you do that makes your partner the happiest and how many times as couples we go off on a tangent and just think of things without actually asking our partners Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um, I think I mentioned it specifically actually I know I did specifically where you ask your partner Which role would you want for me, especially when it's new to you? Mm -hmm. Which role should I assume at this point? Because you're growing together. And as I said before in the book, my my slogan, because I Googled it, and turns out no one has that quote. So if you're not growing together, you will grow apart. So the key is consciously saying we are going to grow together. So if I learn something new, I'm going to share it with you, what I learned today. You know, and it could it could have no bearing on anything. I learned something new today, and that thing that I learned today is going to help me grow. Right. So I want to see you grow too. So I'm passing that information on to you. You know, um, to this day we talk about how I am the decision person. I go based. I live my life, lead my life based on decision. And we're polar opposites. Totally. Because she she leads a life based on emotion. Okay? It's not a bad thing. And we just I just reiterated that today. Embrace your emotional part. But be in control of the emotion. Don't let the emotion control you. you. Yeah. Okay? And once you do that, there's nothing wrong with being an emotional person. Mm-hmm. You know? Make it work for you. So me being a decision, it came down to a point of... I made a decision that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with my wife. Mm-hmm. I, I, I said vows, and I live by those vows. I did those vows in front of friends and family. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I want to do is go back on those vows. Correct. Okay? That's decision number one. So when you come across disagreements, and you're not going to agree on everything. No. But when you come across those, those disagreements... It's going back on that decision because I'm on this for the long haul, you know, till death do us part, you know, and that's, that's been my, my mantra, Mm -hmm. you know, with her, sometimes if she's on emotion, if she acts on emotion, it'd be like, I just want to get out of (laughs) here, you know, I want to get in the car and, you know, I just need
0: to breathe. I just need That's to breathe. I just need, I just I, need a need, break. It, it's almost like I, I, I got to run away mm-hmm. and I need just five minutes of my time to go through whatever it is I'm going through and just let it out.
3: Yeah, And that was before yes. that was earlier. That was, That's it. That was much earlier on. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that was much earlier on.
0: Yeah, whatever. You're it the was. was. One. You're the However, one. depending on what the situation yeah. may be, it, it does come up, you know, like this morning. I was like, you know what? I, I just need to be alone.
3: And I stopped her. Yeah. I said, "I, I said, look, <laughs> because at the end of the day, that's where actually where the best friend comes in. Mm-hmm. So now you, you you state it. Look, you're my best friend, you know, and that will literally deescalate any situation because you're announcing what role you're getting into. Mm-hmm. So look, I'm your best friend.
0: You're my best friend. Don't judge me." <laughs>
3: Don't exactly. assume,
0: don't treat me mm-hmm. in any way, just listen to me, let me vent, let me cry, let me scream, let me, whatever it is I need to go mm-hmm. through, let me get it out of my system.
3: And, and yeah. even declaring, here's what I want for you, mm-hmm. I want to see the best for you. Um, my intentions for speaking to you a certain way or having a certain conversation with you, it's not to hurt you, mm-hmm. it's to lift you up. So once you state your intentions, you're wise. And that's why all through the book, I talk about you're wise. So, and that's, once you do that, once you start with, here's why I'm telling you this. So here's why I'm doing this. Because I love you or I, I don't want to see you hurt or I don't want to see you disappointed. This is the goal I'm looking for. This is the destination I'm looking for. Then the person will it will... all the way down because now you've told them why you're doing that and now they're just not on the defense of that Mm -hmm. stuff. Still emotional. Right. But now you're taking them through your whys. Because I love you or because I care about you or because I want to see the best for you or because I want to see you grow. This is why we need to take these steps.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think people actually forget about that Mm -hmm. because, you know, especially when I was ringing the ding, um, oh, God, Mandingo. 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 Sorry, Mandingo. The finally Mandingo hit the Mandingo lover. Mandingo lover finally hit the wine, so yes. yes <laughs> because a lot of the stuff you do say, it's for us, it's mm-hmm. common sense. For other things, it's like, what? You know? <laughs> it's like a whole enlightenment thing. Yes. Like, seriously, do you not read books, articles, or anything, or even ask. Oh. I mean, the, the whole fear of asking your partner what they enjoy Mm-hmm. It's just like, but it,
0: it, it happens in so many homes. Yeah, so yes. many. Yeah, and it's amazing beds. because in beds, <laughs> that too. Because when we have conversations with like other couples and we're talking about a book, they give us this look like, really? And I'm like, you didn't know that,
4: <laughs> you know? Well,
2: one of the things we do when we, we get in bed or relationship with someone is. Is we either hide our negatives, mm-hmm. and that is the um, God the seducer,
3: uh-huh.
2: or what most of us do is we internally focus on them. Yeah, true. So I've seen women who were beautiful who had a scar uh-huh. that was the biggest self conscious thing for them, and I'd be like, "It's on your fucking elbow. What the fuck, <laughs> you know?" Or you know, guys would think they have a tiny penis because they're watching. Porn, yeah. yes,
0: they're comparing themselves. And, uh,
2: yes. Look, I don't compare myself with it to Michael Phelps in any way whatsoever. Um, <laughs> or don't
1: have to play boy bottles, but first. that's just
2: it. Porn, porn is the athletic version <laughs> yeah. of sex, yeah, absolutely. Unless you're going to go Olympic style and you can keep up with that, and that's a genetic damn thing, just enjoy what you have, absolutely. You don't have to compete. Sex should never be a performance, yeah,
0: exactly.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm so glad you said that.
3: Yeah, it's um. <laughs> You're, you you hit the nail right on the head. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, and it's so refreshing to have uh, any kind of conversation with people who get it.
4: Yeah.
3: And and um, that's been my goal is for more people to get it. At least one to get it. Because right. the, the answers are out there and the, the resources are out there. Um, I found resources beyond writing the book. Of course, we want for you to read the book and get the book. Mm-hmm. However, there's so many resources out there right. that you take little uh, baby baby bites,
1: mm-hmm.
3: you know, till you have the full meal. In.
1: Well, yeah, it's, I mean, the book was quite easy to digest. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we did it in less than three hours, yeah. the book reading it was it
2: was done over some nice road trips yeah so you it's go. like go
1: oh, we travel. Go because, yeah, because we travel quite a bit Correct, so it was yeah. good to like read but even reading the father figure it's like then you're like oh that means I have daddy issues it's like <laughs> no <laughs> it's not that you have daddy yeah. issues
3: yeah, this yeah. is
1: what you're looking for yeah, you know absolutely it, it's things that you need to digest and process.
2: <laughs> yes, it definitely takes some time to process.
3: Well, there's a play on words, obviously, uh-huh. and, and and the words are to, to draw you in. For instance, a Mandingo lover. Now, most people who have ever watched or read porn will... know the word mandingo Mandingo is right Right. and for those of you category it is yeah Yeah. there you go and (laughs) what's the size of his what's the size of his cock right now what 15 inches or something like that's a freaking lasso (laughs) okay (laughs) he he changes the tv without using the remote just (laughs) but you know so mandingo automatically is large okay And, but I started off the chapter saying, right. It has nothing to do with your penis size. Correct. Okay. It all has to do with the, but the size, when you hear Mandingo, if you research Mandingo, you'll realize that it's massive. Mm -hmm. And it's basically a mass, the massive lover within you towards your woman, you know? And that's why within that part, I went in, I had to talk about the, the whole thing about penis and, you know the penis envy, again, comparing with porn and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, People in the lifestyle and in the swinging lifestyle, in the polyamory, many times they tend to have penis envy because if they get together with a lover, a new lover, and that lover happens to have a larger cock than than, (laughs) than them, they're going to look at it and say, especially if she's, getting into it and really enjoying it you're going to have that penis envy and there's big this big focus on penis now um back in the day again when i lived in south florida there was um this uh young young woman that um there was this guy and he he was pretty coked up he used to do coke a lot so because it was the 80s.
1: <laughs>
4: no,
3: this was probably 90s, maybe early 2000s. And yeah, late 90s. And he was doing a lot of coke and because of that he couldn't get his his dick was she said his dick was like that. Oh. You know, he couldn't get it up. But he said that boy can eat a pussy like no tomorrow.
4: See? And she kept
3: going back <laughs> for more. Yeah. Even though his dick he couldn't get it up. She kept going back because he literally is kind of like a blind man can hear really, really well, <laughs> you know. He made up for it because he can eat pussy like no tomorrow. It's not what you can't do. It's, it's what, what you, you can, can do. do. You <laughs> exactly. Do. Yeah,
1: I, I actually heard from one guy who had a really tiny penis and said, it's not so much the size that matters, it's the energy that matters. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah.
2: But on that note. Go ahead. We're going to have to come back in just a moment. And we're going to talk about the women. Mm. And the two what women. two women yeah. men <laughs> want. So yeah, hold on. We'll be right back on that one.
1: Hey, honey. You know those new toys I wanted to try out? Yes. The ones that you said it's going to cost me way too much money to have? Oh, yes. But I found this new service called KingCrate.com.
2: Sounds interesting.
1: And yeah. And for $50 a month, they send you a box of toys that are worth anywhere from $75 to $100, and it's like great starter kit, like, you know, that rope play we wanted to try, or your favorite medical play. So, wh- why don't we just go check it out?
2: I heard if you go to livingasexpositivelife.com's sponsor page, they can get you an additional 33% off.
1: Oh, see? It's such a steal, babe. Come on, 33% off our first box? Please. All right, and we're back. Now we're talking about the women.
2: Wow. <laughs> well, we're talking about the two women that every man want. Mm-hmm. So tell us, who are these women and what's their phone number?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and can men really handle two women? Seriously.
3: We think well, we can. Can they? Can, we think,
1: can, can they? No, can we, they? think yeah. we can, yeah. 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 Okay, tell us, Mr. B.
3: So um, the lady okay. in the street is one woman. And a freak in the sheets in every song. We, we That's it. End of talk. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> Who
4: did that song there? Because
3: there
1: is Usher. A, Usher. a song. Usher. Usher, yeah. Then, yeah. Usher yeah. But, yeah. There's
2: an older one. Oh, is yeah. It, okay, there's it's, one. There's, it's, there's, it's, I, I remember one from like the 60s in Motown yeah. about freak in
3: the sheets. Freaking the sheets. Yep, yep. Lady in the street, freaking the sheets. Um, but it goes so much more beyond just the title. And... Um, Lady in the street, it's basically all the same elements that of the four men all wrapped up into one. Okay. But we're not complicated. Um, think about it in the sense of a woman, and I've, there's been actually been couples like that where she don't know how to cook. Um, she don't know how to keep the house clean. Too. But she can put it down on this guy and has him begging for more. And every time she, he gets it, it's never enough because he's ready for more. Right? I
2: got a confident wife.
3: Yeah. And, That's and, good. At, the, and, and at the end of <laughs> the day. You should. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether she can cook. But it all stems from what parents, old school parents, traditional parents are passing down to their young little girls. Because they don't want to have those conversations, the real raw conversations with their with their daughters. So, they're saying, look, if you can keep a man, keep his house clean, because that's how it was back in the day with the chauvinistic men.
0: Oh, yeah. And cook for them. You
3: had to do everything. Cook for yes. them. Cook Be- for them. Know how to cook.
0: Take care of the house. Yep, yep. And the kids. Yep.
3: <laughs> you know, many, many mothers will start teaching their daughters to cook
0: well, from that, early. that was my... My household exactly, yeah. No and household. I learned that <clears throat> at, at a young, you know, you have got to know how to cook
3: yeah. and keep that man belly full. Well, guess what? That's the lady in the streets, okay? You know, the lady in the street is the person that you can that you want to take home to mom and introduce as this is going to be the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. But most men don't know how to express. That, okay, I see this in you. And many of the couples, married couples, it drops off after the first kid. True. So so true. So true, yes. If they've seen, uh, you know, been there in in the delivery room and they've seen that, all of a sudden, they can't see her outside of the role of being this freaky, nasty person.
1: Well, that's a true story with Elvis Presley. That's why him and Priscilla never had another child or sexual encounters because he was there when they delivered the child and that he saw that. And he's like, nope, not again. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. And that's what destroyed their relationship. there And,
4: and,
3: And that's what leads many times to infidelity. So that's why literally, you know, when you talk about the book as far as literal... Um, that's why many times many men go after the freak in the sheets. They don't want the two in one woman.
2: Okay. A lot of times they feel they can't talk to that one mm-hmm. woman the same way. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the woman they want to talk to when they're down, when they're depressed, mm-hmm. they they a lot of men for whatever reason um won't talk to that same woman in the I want to fuck you like an animal exactly. kind of way.
1: I always referred to it as the mafia wife yeah, you know because yeah. it, the mafia girl you know they, I, I watched some um, Married to the Mob Married to the mom, Mob I know, you know that movie like, yeah, yeah yeah. it's like do you do you kiss her with that mouth uh-huh. she kisses your kids yeah and I was right
4: like, exactly uh, analyze exactly. this exactly
2: yeah.
4: oh, they, had, they no, had, the, had the exact same the, they
1: had the same thing but Married to the Mob was the first time I heard that you uh-huh. know it's like it's like I'm not gonna kiss her she kisses my kids that way so yeah I was like
3: exactly. oh my exactly. Refer,
1: referring to oral sucked you didn't have to like put the pieces together that's like uh uh-uh we can't
3: seem to see the woman who is the mother of our children in the light of okay suck this dick right now you know swallow it or whatever we can't seem because it seems like we're almost disrespecting her
1: Right, Yeah. Yes. So we
3: want, you know, but we're fine disrespecting the thing on the side. Yes. So, you know, if you watch all the trash TV stuff like the Maury and the Jerry Springers and all that stuff, they'd be <laughs> like dumb.
1: Hey, Sopranos had some good shit going on Oh, yeah, oh,
3: yeah. yeah.
1: okay. Yes. A horrible know. ending to the show, but good shit. There you go. <laughs> yes. You know, but if
3: 15 you 15 watch the trash had, TV, they said, teaching. you know, yeah, exactly. yeah I, I had sex with her, but you're the one I love. You're the one I really want to be with. It You're the one anything. I want to marry. I it
0: did, swear. You know,
3: I, you You're know, the
0: mother of my children. Yeah.
3: I hate yeah. That. Yeah. And Jer, Jer, Jerry would, would say, so do you want to be with this woman that you had said mm-hmm. that you cheated on your wife with? And she'd be like, no, it was just a thing. But that's because, you know, <laughs> we can't see our wives as that nasty freak in the sheets. We have to be able to separate the roles. Well,
2: I think it's twofold. It it's for some men it's hard to see it. For other it's it's on both sides mm-hmm. that okay, you set up the candles, you try to set the moment. This comes out, mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're sitting there either talking about bills or someone's mm-hmm. birthday, you got to buy a gift. Mm-hmm. There's so much other stuff. Um I hear other yeah. men talk about the allure of having that that side piece or that other lover is just that I have no other business with them. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. yeah. So they go in. There is no um, baggage. Yes,
1: right. But sometimes the other lover creates the baggage, and then that's it's like too. gets Absolutely. emotionally mm-hmm. attached. So what do you do at that point? You really can't kill them off like back in the day. But yeah, you know.
2: right, right. She's old school.
1: I know. I'm very old school.
2: <laughs> but that's,
1: that's *Sopranos*. Get but that's
2: them. why um, certain guys and girls will prefer to pay for it.
3: Yes,
0: that is very true. Because
2: once it's done,
0: that's it. That's it. it. The transaction transaction.
2: is complete. There
3: is no misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. But you can, however, you can have both in the same person. Yes, you can. And and so we talk. We talk about a little bit about having affairs. Okay, what is the purpose of an affair? An affair, it's not really the sexual act.
1: No, it's not. No, because you know, me being like a sugar baby and a mistress, mm-hmm. you know, I understand the fact that they're just looking for that intimacy. Mm-hmm. And again, the intimacy goes back there to goes listening, yep. being affectionate, Absolute. touching, mm-hmm. cuddling, you know, being attentive. Mm-hmm. And again, does not include penetration. Yes. That's all also they're missing. The,
0: also the excitement. Right.
3: The, of r- the risk of getting caught. Of getting
0: caught. caught. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah.
3: That, you know, that does things to a lot of people. I mean, anyone that's into public sex or taking a a quickie in a, in a, in a stairwell of a, of a (laughs) hotel or the rooftop. We're giving you guys some ideas right now.
4: Oh, you, you just <laughs> gave away all my ideas.
3: So you know what you're oh, like, saying? No, bullshit. Say. You have a lot more. I know you have a lot
0: more. That I believe. I believe that.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm sorry. The best one ever I did, I'll admit to this one, was on top of the bakery shop at the Magic Kingdom watching wow. the fireworks.
3: Okay, that's a high five moment
1: high five i'm that, digging i'm digging that one that was my best one the bakery shop yes and right there i there just envisioned shit. it I just said that i just envisioned it's it. it's like the best view right on the roof <laughs> right there oh god it was just fucking amazing we had a couple that shared
3: with us that you know the types of uh, spontaneous things uh they're driving through it's a dark road they literally just pulled over he put her up on the hood and just fucked her right there with cars passing by and everything like that. But that type of intensity, yeah,
1: yeah.
4: you
3: know, yeah. Um, generally, that's what you do with the other woman.
1: Yes, yes.
3: You know, you have to discuss it with your partner.
1: Yeah,
3: You know, and tell them, tell you know, be like, you know, hey, you know, my dick is hard right now. You know what I really want to do with you? Don't keep it to yourself.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, what What's the worst thing your wife is going to do? Say, ooh, that's gross. (laughs) You know? Wait a second. I just told you this. Now there's a deeper problem. Right. Okay? Which can happen. You know, there's a deeper problem if you express yourself. But there's things, us as men, we don't want to put ourselves in that vulnerable state of getting rejected or turned down.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, Prostitute or paying for it, there's no turning down. Mm -hmm. It's based on whether you have the money or not. So,
0: Well, their ads tell you that. Their ads tell you <laughs> that.
3: Also and the book. person who shows and up we, is always the we, one in the picture. Yes, and, exactly. and we talked
0: about that in the book, the different ads that they put in. I'll do what, yeah, your, also, what your wife that. won't do to you. Yeah, that's will, a common one yeah,
3: with, yeah. Uh, with escorts.
0: Escorts, yes. I will
3: do what your girlfriend or wife won't do.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And, and you know, I'm sure that you're going back decades was definitely a case more and more.
4: Mm -hmm. Being the
2: the internet, pretty much everyone does oral sex. Yeah. Yeah. But I do know going back to my Mm -hmm. parents' time, hearing a conversation between married women about oral sex, and today I'm like, I hear hear 12-year-olds doing that, which isn't a good thing. But um, it was a much more innocent time. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So the bad girl was much more the diamond Mm -hmm. than she is now. Now there's a lot of bad girls out there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Where are they? Yes.
1: <laughs> but we
2: filled. have
3: two right here, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for clearing that up. It's kind of a that tag team. I threw that out there. Knew you was going to say that. Yes, yes, oh, yes. I, yes, I, yes. I bit okay. that line.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, that, that's a blessing between these gentlemen. They, they don't need to worry yes, about exactly. that no. Yes, you know? no, exactly. Like, not you know, at all. E- even as us girls, we don't have to worry about being judged and say, Hey, can I do this? And yeah, it's like let's yeah. go do that. Hey, I need to be DP'd. Is that yeah. okay? Let's yeah. go find You know it. what? Exactly. Yeah.
0: I have to say I feel, you know, like as a woman I feel confident. Yeah. You know, in my relationship, in our perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. You know. Um we we talk about <laughs> a lot of things in our bedroom. Yes. We experience and do a lot of fantasies, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We, we discuss it. Right. And yes. we talk right. about it. And I know that <laughs> even though as crazy as I want to try something, that I know that I won't feel judged yeah. in any moment right. at any time. That yes. is
2: so hard. yeah Yeah, it is because
0: to be honest with you like the before jessica you know like before like when we first met oh my god i would tell him half of the stuff that i wanted to do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but now once we built that relationship that communication that oneness that we have together i want to tell him all this stuff because i want to experience it with him absolutely Mm -hmm. everything i want to do is i want to experience it with him
2: and here's the thing when you're sharing it there sometimes is a knee-jerk response. Yes. That is human nature. Mm-hmm. And it does take a while to get into this non-judgmental zone. Yeah. yeah. And whether it's the woman or the man, I have found what I believe is a <laughs> great response. No. And it's just reminding them, I'm sorry, am I being judged? Because <laughs> the, moment, the moment you say that, it, it kind of, you don't want to put them on the defense. but yeah. It's like, all right, we are in this area. Oh, shit, I am going to tell you stuff later. All right, what do you want to talk about? Uh-huh. And whether it happens or doesn't, mm-hmm. or you do it together or not, at least you've talked about it. Absolutely. Yes.
0: See, I want and all the you know, details. And, I, and I'm glad you said that because I know there's been moments for me that I'll say, listen, I want to tell you something, but don't judge me.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't want to feel judged. Yeah. And I'll say that because I think... Knowing that I won't yeah, judge. Yeah,
4: but,
1: but inside, you know, like it. if yeah. it's you something... Can. You know, That reassurance, that, exactly. yes, because I still sometimes do that. I mean, Absolutely. we've been together for almost nine years, and I'm like, just want to make sure. It's not yeah. like I'm, I'm dissing you or making that. I just right. want to be reassured. And I want to bring this up to you because this is uh-huh.
0: what I want to uh-huh. do or this is how I mm-hmm. feel or whatever it is that I want to talk to him about, but I want it, him to know. Right. You know, because I'm already feeling already antsy as it is inside <laughs> to talk
1: to him about something, you know? It happens it's- Yeah, you know, that's the difficult part, is to find a partner Mm -hmm. that will not judge you based on your opinions, desires, or fantasies, or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, and accept you for, like, okay, this is part of you, and we work together, we grow together. Yeah,
3: Absolutely. And there's
1: going to be stuff that, <laughs> that we're not going to like. You know
0: what I mean? Yeah. Or we're not even going to want to, like, oh, yeah, no, that's not going to happen. Well, you or, know, you know it's but let's, it. let's talk about it. Right. Exactly. Why? why did something happen the in the past? You know, uh-huh. let's get to that and let's kind of maybe face that
1: fear together. Yeah. Right, exactly. You know? And then eventually, uh, the no might become a maybe to a yes. Mm-hmm, it just mm-hmm. takes an slowly evolution. Slowly Especially if you exactly understand the why. to get yes. there. Yes. That's
0: the way I look yeah. at it. If exactly. We can just kind of slowly get there. Okay, I feel a little better about uh, that.
3: I mean, as long as those whys, are, the, the whys are so important. But let's face it, many of us come into a relationship with baggage.
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, everyone uh, has baggage. That's a us. given and, and that's where <laughs> the
3: judgment comes in is the baggage that we're coming in. So let's hash out the baggage Right. Let's drop the baggage mm-hmm. and that it becomes easier to be judgment free when you, first of all, be open honest. So mm-hmm. I, I lead my life every day. Every day I have these affirmations. Mm-hmm. Today I'm going to be authentic, transparent, mm-hmm. vulnerable, and humble. And a lot of them are interchangeable. Mm-hmm. So I'll say that much slower this time. <laughs> authentic, transparent, <laughs> vulnerable, and humble. And what that does... For her, if I allow myself to be vulnerable in front of her,
4: mm-hmm.
3: it shows her that she can be vulnerable with me. Mm-hmm. It's automa- right. It automatically happens that way. So once I keep those four, it's very easy. And then she can be the true freak in the sheets for me. Mm-hmm. And understanding, I mean, it was, it was how we grew together. Understanding that she needed to mentally mind fuck me, if right. you will. Okay? <laughs> fuck my mind before you, you, you know, be, and the, you'll get the dick all night long. Right. <laughs> you know?
1: It's true. It's like men also need to be mind fucked They
3: now do,
4: though. They yeah. do. We
2: do get bored.
1: Right. Yeah. But, and, and it
2: does it. Again. No, I'm backing you
3: up.
1: No, no, because I was going to say, everyone just assumes it's just the visual. Yep. Yeah. It's not so much the well, mind fuck.
3: Yeah. Yep. How, how many people, did you guys get aroused at all reading the actual ads from the from the um?
4: I can't believe really laughing.
2: I know did. someone did. <laughs> I because she, at that point she was reading it to me, and all of a sudden like sentences went in that I kind of had to raise my eyebrows because oh. I wasn't in the book. <laughs> I, love I, like I, I love it. I, love it. I, love it. I, it. Yeah. I did. I,
1: I it. added a little bit before. Yeah. Like, That's <laughs> great though, because
0: you know what? Uh, what what was the website that we used to have that we would read? back page back page so oh, i miss back page yeah, yeah so so it no day. longer exists but there used I to know. be some erotic
3: stories we read, we read so them together
0: we would read them in bed together
3: so we we once we were driving up from south florida <laughs> long drive and i pulled up back page okay so i wanted for her to experience that if I look at this stuff, it's not because I want to go out and get a hooker. No. You know? Yeah. But <laughs> I get aroused by reading this stuff. There it's are entertaining.
4: Great <laughs> stories, it was, there. wasn't it? Like yes. you know,
0: Some people, it's like, why don't you write a book? You know? But oh. it would turn, like for me, oh, the seduction It's on. Was amazing. I, I love She's reading. all kinds of I love yeah. reading fantasy, mm-hmm. you know,
1: of, I mean, just really. Yeah, meet crazy me at stuff. the office wearing this outfit. Yes. I will bend you over the dad. Oh my and they, God. They're, and then literally so creating hot. all that fantasy.
3: in your head.
4: Yes.
0: Like, I'm a very, like, when I read something, I become very visual. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. I can yeah. see it can all see in it. my yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. So that would just turn us on. So the minute we get to the hotel, oh, forget it. It's on. Deal
2: product novel Guaranteed to be better than Fifty Shades no, of Grey Craigslist
1: yes. Craig's was oh also God. there
4: Craigslist oh, had I a good Craig's one. One. Yeah Craigslist had some got, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I actually got a good date out of that With yeah. one of their stories I'm like I'm intrigued tell me more And Mm -hmm. oh my the stories after that was like oh yes Yes. that's the one that have fucked you no that's (laughs) for you sorry I had to add ad ad lib that but But there was another one that when we were dating that was for you yes that's that's That's
2: we're coming to the end but what's the next book you're looking at I want some previews here (laughs) (laughs) I
1: also want to know how people could find you too so let's go next book where to find you
3: okay so Next book for us or where to find us? Next book. Next book. Next book we're working on is called... It's going to be something in the term of how to stay in a constant state of intimacy.
1: Ooh, I like that.
3: So We all need to be. This was a perfect transition from being mindfucked. Uh-huh. Because we want to concentrate more. And, and that doesn't mean that you're going to be wet all day long. Which... I that's would not rather necessarily prefer a to bad be that thing. Yeah,
1: I do too. You know, that's okay, you know. It makes but, sense. You know, yeah, it's, they it's, make it's, panty it's, liners, it's, okay.
2: <laughs> oh my god, that sounds like a great horror story.
4: She, she, she's Sorry. wearing the
2: pants. No, she just squirts constantly. <laughs> Next
4: monster. And that's gonna happen
3: too, right? So but yeah, staying in a constant state of endemic. So, so we want to get more deeper into less of the physical and more of the mental aspect mm-hmm. since we yeah. do share the brain as right. the largest and the most responsive sexual organ so it's it's unlocking uh, on a deeper level what um, now that we've done the four men and the two women is getting more into the the mental aspect the the brain aspect of, of intimacy and sex very cool yeah
0: and if you want to find us tell us um, and
3: we, buy the book preferably and
0: buy the book on amazon yeah. amazon.com Definitely, that's what we're selling it. Um, But we also have a YouTube channel, and it's called Becoming for Men, Becoming to Women. Uh And we throw out a video every Wednesday, hump day,
4: Uh (laughs) (laughs) on hump day,
0: and we talk a little bit about a different, you know, um, what different scenarios, different conversations about anything. And, you know, we love for people to subscribe to our YouTube channel it's something that we throw out there. We also put it on Facebook. Um, we've been putting it on Instagram as well, too.
3: Twitter, all yeah. All that. So, so becoming four men, becoming, becoming two, two women. women. The minute you go on YouTube and you you type up becoming four, the digit four, not spelled out. Yep. Um, becoming four men, becoming two women, it will come right up.
4: Yep. Fantastic. And, uh,
3: and then the in addition to that, this is the this is like one of the things that excites us the most. So we're working on a workshop, yes, a couples workshop. But what's going to be different about this couples workshop, unlike anything else, it's a workshop where you get to design your perfect relationship.
1: Oh God, that's going to be a nightmare you for design some people. And create yes. your own. As no, we a couple give them guidelines. Absolutely. We give them ground rules yes. and
3: guidelines. Okay. And then it's facilitated. So there's not going to, you know, people are going to fly off the deep end. Or people are going to find out some stuff about themselves.
2: Have the Nerf bats ready.
3: But it's, right. very, con- it's very controlled. Um, but, you know, what you're going to come out of that with is a relationship that you designed yourself. Whether you're just now starting one, already in one. It's it's creating that judgment-free zone and yep. giving them the tools to get to that point. But how they design it. Uh, so think about being able, as a couple, even though you're different, you know, different um, personalities, being able to design what is perfect for you.
1: It's interesting because I actually tell people, and this actually has worked for several people in myself, mm-hmm. John's proof of that to write it a negotiable and non-negotiable list. Mm -hmm. What is it that you're looking for? What is it that you're not looking for? You know, so that way it can be manifested. Absolutely. You know, but you need to understand you can't just always ask for like this is all what I want. So what is it that you don't want? You have Mm -hmm. to make sure you have those boundaries. So that would be, you know, a great workshop to attend for a lot of people.
3: And there's a lot of power in writing things down. Correct. So think about it this way, you have a bunch of post it notes. Everybody writes out mm-hmm. different things and they put it up in this big wall mm-hmm. and then you narrow that down to common themes. Now, the, the power in that is seeing
4: mm-hmm.
3: what every woman wants. Now, when, if you're in a workshop with multiple different couples from different backgrounds, mm-hmm. you'd be able to narrow down what are key items mm-hmm. by doing that. So that's, why, that's how a workshop will really be powerful. We plan to keep it very intimate so it won't be, like, huge.
4: Right.
3: And intimate, probably about 10 couples max. That's
4: oh, yeah. A, that's, that's a large a amount.
3: Yeah. But probably between five to six couples. Nice. You know? And so that's, that's being worked on as we speak. We have a venue um, right now. Um, it's going to be in the city of Mount Dora, Florida. Mm-hmm. And um, we're working on mapping it out right now as we speak.
1: Fantastic. So that's to come. And do you also offer coaching services? Or... Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, where would people find you at that?
3: So they can find me on um, author Mr. B or B. <laughs> what is it? Oh, my gosh. You put me. I should have had all that stuff. <laughs> the wine I? has finally oh, settled yeah. yeah,
4: into yeah. the gentleman. Okay. It's been I pure. had
3: a delayed <laughs> effect. So <laughs> I'm on Amazon.com. Uh-huh. And um, I'm also on Facebook under uh, Mr. B, Mm -hmm. Mr. Mr. Dot B.
1: Not to be confused with Mr. Bill. (laughs) No, No. Mr. B.
3: Mr. B. So Mr. Dot B. You search that on Facebook Mm -hmm. and that will have all my contact information on there, including the website, including um, the Amazon page. If you go to Amazon to, to find the book, it just search out the title. Mm-hmm. and it comes right up it's the only one that there's nobody has every woman wants every woman wants four men so just type all that first part and it'll come right up but there's links as well on the facebook
1: right and we'll also have the show links um information in our podcast and the show links and also on our social media too cool. so where you could reach out and find them awesome cool Fantastic. Well, thank you
2: very much for spending a wine-filled evening with us. Friday
1: night, new moon manifestation, everything. So (laughs) it's been fantastic. So here's where we plug in. Please like, subscribe, review. Good or bad about the podcast, you know, negative. Because we know I always go off on a tangent there. But this no. <laughs> Hey, but this is the first time we podcast under wine, so hey, I'm good.
3: I s I see a future here.
1: You had a good
3: you had a good accomplice today.
1: I did have a good accomplice. Like I said, we had quite a bit. Um, so hopefully you enjoy, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye.
2: Thank you for listening. And if you enjoy what you heard, please remember to like, subscribe, and leave feedback, as this would mean a lot to us. Also, you can sign up for our newsletter at livingasexpositivelife.com. We appreciate you giving us this opportunity to entertain and educate you, and hope you enjoy the experience. We'll see you next time.